It's the Cooper and Anthony Show. Is he one of those channels that you could find I, with I, two I, hands? I, I can't ass? find it. I don't know what. I don't even know because on my favorites, because you can pick your favorites and you just scroll through like sci-fi and blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. I don't even think E is one of my favorites. Well, why would it be? I mean, the E channel has been known for keeping up with the Kardashians. But they play movies. Yeah, I guess. But there's a shit ton of commercials in the movies. So what I do is I I scroll through and I say, oh, they're playing Friday after next. And then I'll go look up Friday after next and watch it somewhere else so I don't have to deal with the commercials. Right. Well, I mean, the thing with E is that majority of the stuff like they they're running Modern Family right now. They have um, like the Wedding Crashers would be a movie that they would have, you know. Mm-hmm. So they relaunched. If you remember, we talked about this, the E True Hollywood Story series. And the reason I bring that up is because you made fun of me relentlessly that at the very beginning of COVID, I ended up doing um, a whole series of the E True Hollywood Stories. I had done one on Brad Pitt. Um, I did another one on. Um, somebody else i don't remember um and then i've done the third one on victoria's secret the scandal going on behind the scenes of victoria's secret Mm -hmm. and there was a lot of dirt going on there i mean there was like the women were being treated terribly while they were the ones out there making all the money for these is like two or three men that became billionaires literally on the backs of these women that they treated like shit so this E! True Hollywood story is like a really, really good one because they really dig into all the terrible things that happen and people that are in jail or got fired or different scandals. So I was very fortunate that they asked me to be a part of the E! True Hollywood story, Victoria's Secret. And I'm excited about it and telling you about it because it just dropped tonight. Mm-hmm. So if you're listening to us live on Twitch, you can watch it on E! Tonight at 10 p.m., but it doesn't matter when you're listening because E keeps running these E True Hollywood stories. So when you get a chance to see the E True Hollywood story, Victoria's Secret one, that's the one I'm in. It's really hard for a lot of the Victoria's Secret models to have the kind of self-worth that the rest of us have because it's all about their appearance and nobody wants to hear what they have to say. Oh, you only have my clip? Okay. So they, according they have to the uh, Selena well, Banks, they have, they have a... Uh, e- uh, they have a lot of people who have been models there and they talk about how they've been treated and, um, you know, different stories and things that had happened to them. So they have, you know, experts like me, talking heads like me, but then they have people that are actually involved with Victoria's Secret telling their stories about what happened to them. Okay, so that's tonight at 10 Times, on E. The pressure to stay thin yet still maintain curves was taking a bigger and bigger toll. So it, it's kind of funny how they go from, like the hottest chicks on the planet to you and then back to the hottest chicks on the planet and then back to you. I know of all the E2 Hollywood stories to have been in, this is so it's like, I, you know, I try and do my hair and makeup and look decent, but this really shines a light on how like, troll like i am how short how fat how ugly like it's literally like they they show models literally the scene before me they're showing models in bikinis walking down a runway a g-string they're showing a a g-string a lot of the victoria's secret models okay and now they got a girl with her uh her boobs out and then they flash right to you the kind of self that the rest of us have because then they go back to the hot chick in the two-piece bikini and then back to you Right. And then to a model who was there, like, and she's still gorgeous now. Like, she, it's funny. There's these two models that it's are all- in it that I was watching. And they were like, yes, well, I was so thin back then. It's like, girl, you are <laughs> thin now. You're gorgeous now. But they're talking about like, you know, at the time I was like a size zero. Now I'm a two. <laughs> and then there's me, you know, size six. This is the hottest chick you've ever seen in your life in a bikini. And then Cooper. <laughs> and then me. Yeah, it's really bad placement. And like I said, really shines a light on how not modelish I am. I'm, look, I'm not under any illusions. I don't think I'm pretty or beautiful or any at that level at all. But it's just the contrast, you know, 
like the woman in the G string and then another woman in a bikini and then they're fitting her bra and then they cut right to me. Yeah. And that's when you yell at the TV. You're like, ah! oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like, oh, God, look at that. Ah! Then it goes back to the hot girl. So it doesn't matter what you look like because it's the hottest chicks on the planet. You could be Jennifer Aniston and they flip to her and you'd go ah! like that for a second. Right. I'm hoping nobody noticed. I'm hoping they're still like they have so much of the beauty in their eyes. Their eyes are still shining with those women's beauty. that They don't notice how terrible I look in my big black dress and my bad hair. Because this was the very beginning of covid when mm. we still there was no vaccinations yet. Um, New York was completely shut down. They sent me to a room by myself. I had to do my own hair and makeup, which is fine. It sounds so diva ish, like I had to do my own hair and makeup. But for a national TV show, they always did your hair and makeup. I've mm-hmm. done a lot of these Eat True Hollywood specials and a lot of things for VH1. They always have a hair and makeup team because they want you to look good. Um, but they couldn't do it because it was COVID. So I was in a room by myself, you know, with um, bad hair and terrible makeup. And I just like, you know, eaten an ice cream sundae. I, look, mm-hmm. I just everything about me in this moment is just the worst. And then there I am. Right next to the Victoria's Secret models. When you're left to hair and makeup by yourself, this is what happens. When yeah. you have somebody professional, then you you look halfway presentable. Do you remember we hired somebody professional to do my hair and makeup for our Gracie Awards? Mm-hmm. I mean, I was unrecognizable. It was like I yeah, there but was, that was no way four hours. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty well, much Mako. it's paint and body work you know i had to sit the whole time we were on the air while (laughs) they had tons of people coming in and and descending upon me and they were like we're gonna need need more people on this one so but this one this tv show they said you do it yourself and i guess they've never seen this show <laughs> because you're left to your own hair and makeup on this show, and this it's is me what we on get. my worst day next to Victoria's Secret models on a national <laughs> on television e. show. Yeah, this was this was the, on E of all things. Like this was the worst possible scenario of all of it. But you know they're so nice there, and the producers are. I mean, I've I've known them for many years because I've worked with them in, on so many different specials over the years, and. They're so kind and they're so nice to me that I would never say no to them. You know, no hair and makeup. Fine. Mm-hmm. As long as they don't mind. You know, I don't mind. Yeah, it's a contrast. So when you're watching it yeah. tonight, I'm just I'm warning you ahead of time. Yeah. No, you, Cooper actually looks pretty good. So I'm just I'm telling <laughs> you that now it's not that bad. But when you put her up against the hottest models on the planet, it's not fair for anybody. Yeah. Put a bucket next to the TV. <laughs> You might get a little nauseous. Just warning you. So pathetic. It's the Cooper and Anthony show. I know, right? It's so embarrassing. So Friday, we had Nigel Bach on the show. Mm-hmm. And Bad Nigel is uh, a actor, producer, director of the Bad Ben movies. Um, and the new one's coming out tomorrow, which I'm so excited. I yeah. can't wait for the new Bad Ben movie. Uh, so what Nigel does every single day is he gets in his car with his girlfriend and they go do whatever Nigel's do. They, they right. get <laughs> they get dog his day to day, his regular day to day stuff. Yeah, but they're always out doing something. They're getting mm-hmm. dog food. They're bringing meals to people, and so he just sticks a camera in the car and records them whatever and you know people are on and they ask questions and you know he answers them she reads the questions to him and he answers them it's 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 great fun when you're at work Mm -hmm. and you got nothing else to do and you're watching what nigel calls the biggins you watch the biggins drive around town in new jersey doing things so today they went out and they bought dog food Okay. So, so they got both dogs in the car and they're driving around and then they decide to talk about us. Oh no. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a, it's it's not bad. Um so Wait, wait, hang on. A minute. We've been down this road before where other shows talk about us or other people outside of us talk about us publicly. Right. It's never been good. No, this is actually he likes us. Anthony. Yes, I know. Is the dude Anthony, I was 
going to send you a message on Twitter. I sent one to Cooper. Yeah. Because, but the direct message button wasn't up on Twitter. And that's, I realized yesterday, it's because I got to follow you to get it. But <laughs> I have so much fun on that show. He makes fun of me the way I eat. You do have pretzels in the car. He right. was saying that uh, he had a good, very good time doing that. So he was very, he was in a great mood when he was done. Put it that way, which doesn't happen. All well, you guys brought out the best in me. That means they had sex I got afterwards. Sassy. We went on. We, we got him laid. <laughs> uh, is, is that up? Or oh, actually, I know it's up because I shared it oh, with okay. uh, Nurse Matt yesterday, and uh, he. Nurse Matt got the biggest kick out of it because he was watching it and he said, I made reference to so him. So now he's sharing he's, our show with uh, all of his friends. Nurse oh, I love that. And uh, he laughed. Um, he was funny on our show. It was great Lauren having him on. He's hosting it virtually from his haunted museum. Okay, so now she goes and she's reading other things. And he's like, well, wait a minute. I'm, I'm still not. I'm not done with Cooper I, and Anthony yet. Yeah. Right. I still have things strange, to say because it it's it's fresh on my mind. <laughs> I was thinking he definitely doesn't need the money. And, you know, I don't mean to interrupt you with this <laughs> sidebar bullshit. One of your people answered the question. I was responding oh, to it. The Vanite? Yes. Oh, hello. I'm sorry. But uh, Anthony told me basically... <laughs> What I eat is disgusting. He didn't say that, but he implied that I probably because having just look wild turkeys <laughs> having just turned fifty six. He said, "Chances are, the way I eat, I might have another good year or two. So that should mean four more bad beds. McDonald's and a pretzel in the same video. I have problems. Actually, the quote was a pretzel oh, the size you, of your if head. You saw what's in the back of this van right now because we picked up candy yeah, that's from. for Halloween. Yeah, but you know what happens. Yes, but he. We don't want him to die because we want more Bad Men movies. But right. I, I love how he said, if I got two years left, that's four more Bad Bens because he releases one every six months. Maybe we can send him a nutritionist or like a personal he trainer do or something. It. That no, but that way, that way you can keep him around longer for more movies. Just you know, selfishly, like wait, let's get him sponsored. Let's get one of our sponsors, you know, to go take care of him for you. That way, that more movies. Oh, so we just we want him to stay alive to make more movies. We don't care about him personally. No, no, we just want for our own reasons. We want you him like him. To stay not, not our problem. Make more movies. Go but go eat go eat, eat some lettuce and make more movies. Lower sodium ham. You can eat still eat ham, but eat the, okay. the tofu ham. You can eat that, so we'll send him things like that. If you want okay. M&M's, we'll send you tofu M&M's, whatever those are. <laughs> I'm sure Trader Joe's makes an M&M that uh, has some kind of like agave in it for him. But at 56, are you really going to change your eating habits or are you just, you're in that mode. You're not going to change. No, I feel like that's the age when it happens. That's the age when you first go to a doctor and you're like, your cholesterol is a little high. And you're like, wait, cholesterol? That was a thing? I didn't know. I had to worry about that. Mm -hmm. The minute you see that, you're like, whoa. So, you know, prior to that, you're eating, having a great time. I mean, you know, all through my 20s, I don't even think I ever went to a doctor. You know, the minute I turned 35, suddenly I was like, I got to go get a checkup. Got to mm -hmm. get another checkup. You know, like I feel like 35 is the age where you get checkups every year and it's like, do I have to worry about mammograms yet? What about other things going up and in and out? What do you want to test? Let's test it. You so know? we could actually save his life by giving him nonstop crap. But like I said, we gave him crap and he's driving around eating M&Ms the whole time. He can't even talk because his mouth is full of M&Ms. So it's not. Healthy. But we're saving his life because we're selfish and we want more bad Ben movies. If he lives longer and happier and healthier, that's just a bonus. But, you know, go make more movies, really. Yeah, because none of them are bad. That's the good thing is the ninth right. one will be coming out tomorrow. So, ladies and gentlemen, you must watch it. Bad Ben Benign, which is Benign. the number nine. Bad Ben, all of them. There's a new network called Pause Something. Okay. Uh, but it's got all the Bad Ben movies on it right now. Oh, Fossum. F-A-W-E-S-O-M-E. 
It has mm-hmm. all the Bad Ben movies on it right now, so you can catch up and watch all eight tonight before the new one comes out, and it's all free. You know how we do it. The Cooper and Anthony Show. Adele, she loves food as much as you love food. Is that possible? I think she loves food more than you love food. Really? Well, you know, it's funny you say that because one of the things that she was talking about when she was when she lost all her weight, it was really because she was stressed out and she was just exercising to deal with anxiety. And she said she was probably eating more than she's ever eaten in her whole life. Yeah, I guarantee to lose her weight, she all she did was exercise. She didn't not not eat because she loves to eat. That's right. So what they did is they put Adele in a cafe and put a blindfold on her and said, we're going to put regular English foods in front of you and you have to guess what each one is. Oh, that's awesome. So she has the blindfold on, which I guess you girls with those uh, eyelashes, the eye, the thing is not good. Because it's tough I think, to have a blindfold on because the eyelashes protrude so far out. Yes. Yeah. So she loses um, eyelashes the whole time she's doing oh, no. this bit. <laughs> <laughs> but they put different things in front of her and she has to guess <clears throat> what they are. And she gets very excited about a couple of different ones. <laughs> and, she, oh! and she starts eating it. So. Hang on. Now she's going to try these. I'm feeling like I'm in the next Fifty Shades of Grey movie with this on. First one is pickled eggs. What the f***? Okay. So she's touching it and smelling it. It's a cut up pickled egg, this bit, isn't it? Oh. It's a cut up pickled egg, she says. So she she nailed it. Yeah. I don't love a pickled egg. Uh, she I, like I used it, I to work in a cafe. I used to work at the Riverlee Cafe in Tottenham, and so it started off where I just be like, they call it like, calf when the cafe. I love that. Like that. that. Freaking good. She I looks, was making by some the of way. those breakfasts. She's Whoop. always been beautiful. And got twenty five oh pounds the whole day. God, look at her now. I'm not a fan of a pickled egg, but it's nowhere near you know, as bad. I used to say I liked her. Jelly deal is little when she first came out, which is probably just boiled. Actually, now I think about it. Oh my god, she looks good. At all. One of my nans. kind of guy. A Brooke Shields look to her now. Oh, she does look like Brooke Shields oh, now. You're right. All right, so cockles. I don't even know what cockles are. What part of the body is oh, that? Is that cockles? I oh, can no. tell already. <laughs> oh, she smelled it. She knew it was cockles, <laughs> and she's eating it. <laughs> wow, she got it. That's impressive. Last time I had cockles must have been. I was definitely under 10. We used to go to wow. sometime down to the beach. She when hasn't had that beach, since she was under 10 years old. And she when's the last it? time you had cockles? They were yummy and very nostalgic. Mm, I, had, I had one this morning. Okay, this is this morning. I think this is a uh, a fish. Smoked mackerel. Smoked mackerel. She got it. Wow, she's so oh, that good reminds at this. Me of my mom. So she's going to try to figure out pork pie. Sniffing it. Pork pie? Pork pie. She already said it before she even ate it. Pork pie. Pork pie. <laughs> Please be right, because I got the other one wrong. Hey, Mark just pulled off a lash. <laughs> I've yes, never had one as came off. as this. It's very buttery pastry. Um, I, I, I want to start a movement to stop it with the lashes. Ladies, because I hate it. Look, I hate I My can't stand it. My favorite British dish would be a Sunday roast. Oh, I think she looks gorgeous with the lashes. No, I don't like the lashes. Stop it. Stop it with that. But it's dramatic, and she's dramatic. You know, she has big eyes and big cheeks and big lips. You can't have big lips and big cheeks and not have big eyes. Perry sprinkles on my fries as well. On my fries, my chips. Oh, are you going to give me a chip, buddy? (laughs) Okay, so (laughs) now this is a full English breakfast. Where's that? I don't normally fill my food up, by the way. (gasps) Is this a fry up? It's a fry up. Oh, bacon! She's excited. <laughs> it's a fry up. British bacon. <laughs> <laughs> See, she gets excited about it. Excited she gets. Perfect hangover cure, which obviously I'm always hangover. Okay, well on the plate we've got two fried eggs. Mm-hmm. We got what's that? What was fried Baked eggs? Beans. Two bits of bacon, two grilled tomatoes, three black pudding. You lot are mean for giving me that. I don't like it. That's the congealed sausage. Yeah, I don't know what thing. that is. Well, see, yeah, this might no, be You don't want to know what that like, is. The sauce on my beans, just like a little dabble. Heinz ketchup. Some of it Sometimes looks good. I don't know, but the... this horrible other brand. 
I can't remember what it was called, and it was so vinegary. I used to hate it. That's why I actually started. I still do. I carry English food's pretty terrible. <laughs> to be honest with you, yeah, I've never in bag, had something and went, "Oh, this is great." Right. What's next? Uh, well, fish. Yeah, this. Okay, fish and chips. Is that a jacket potato? You got to know what this oh, is. Not a jacket potato. Oh, mushy pea. Mashy peas. Yep. Fish and chips. I look like a right. She knows what but that is. I normally is. had a battered sausage. Well, who doesn't know fish and chips? You can you can nail that one. I won't. I don't know what this is. Oh. That's a proper pudding. No, it's so in, spotted in, dick. It yeah, it's like spotted dick. Pudding. That must be a fruitcake. Oh, I don't want to get it wrong. Is it fruitcake? Is that, what is that? Hey, <laughs> Spotted dick. <laughs> Saucy. You wouldn't put a fork in food and eat it and try to guess what it is because you might not explode. in a million years no because I, I i also might eat meat and i don't eat meat i don't want them just giving me anything you know they have to give me things within a certain parameter i eat like five things mm-hmm. so put five things in front of me and <laughs> so let me tell like you what they are salmon lettuce <laughs> pancake french right. toast that's all i can have Right, done. Got to be one of those. Chocolate. <laughs> it's one of those. It's one. It's one of those five things. That's it. Yeah, she's bolder than I am. It's impressive. It's impressive that she's sitting there willing to eat anything. She's like that though. She's a gamer. You know, she's she's interested in like she's she's game for anything. I love that about her. What is the hot gossip? Tell me everything. What are you guys listening to? It's the Cooper and Anthony Show. Since Halloween is right around the corner, I love to have a little quiz for you. So how about a Halloween candy quiz? How does that sound? Candy quiz. Okay. Uh, Question number one for your Halloween candy quiz. Which candy is older, M&M's or Jelly Bellies? It's got to be Jelly Bellies because they've been around forever. Wow, you knew that? Yeah, I mean, they were around in the 1500s or something. I don't know. Not the 1500s, but... It's, you know, jelly beans have been around a long time. I thought Jelly Bellies, the company Jelly Belly, was relatively new. Like, I was aware of them when I was a kid for the first time, and I would see, like, ads on TV, Jelly Bellies, you know, and they have all these crazy flavors. Remember, they have the all the Harry Potter flavors, like vomit, mm-hmm. you know? So it seems like Jelly Bellies are much more recent, but Jelly Bellies are from 1898. Yeah, I think about what my grandparents liked my grandparents grew up with that they didn't grow up with m&ms so they always had bowls of that stuff around see i thought our grandparents grew up with like regular jelly beans like flavors you know the flavors were just green red and orange Mm -hmm. but no jelly bellies the company was founded in 1898 as opposed to m&ms they started in 1941 yeah i knew that was a 19 something Huh, impressive. Okay, so are these candies from the correct decades? I'm going to give you three candies, and I'm going to tell you the decades they're from, and you tell me if it's correct. Okay. Okay. Snickers from the 1930s. Okay. Skittles from the 1970s, and Swedish Fish from the 1950s. I want to say, what was the second one? Snickers from the 1930s. That's true. Skittles from the 1970s. I'm thinking that 60s. Swedish Fish 1950. And that had to be more that had to be earlier than the 50s. So I'm saying two of those were early. Snickers was right. So two are wrong. So Snickers 1930 is correct. Yep. Skittles 1970 is wrong and Swedish Fish 1950 is wrong. Right. No, they're all correct. Really? They're all correct. Snickers 1930 uh, Skittles, nineteen seventy, and Swedish Fish are actually from a Swedish company, and they were founded in nineteen fifty. Uh, Snickers were Snickers named after a person, a dog, or a horse. Horse. That's right. There was a favorite horse of the Mars family. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. Impressive. Um, okay, according to a twenty sixteen poll, which candy? Do kids want the most when they trick or treat? Snickers. Do they want? <laughs> do they want Snickers, Reese's, or Skittles? It's got to be a toss up between Reese's and Snickers, but I'm going to say Snickers. It's Reese's. It's Reese's. 
Reese's are number one. Butterfinger is number two. I don't like Butterfinger. They get stuck in your teeth. Yeah, I don't, I don't like, like those. those. I don't, I- yeah, I don't like them either. But um, yeah, so that's according to a 2016 poll. Now, that same poll found that some states prefer candy corn. So they asked everybody by state what your favorite, favorite Halloween candy is. And the question is, out of 50 states, did 40 states say candy corn? No. Did 25 states say candy corn? No. Or did just five states say candy corn? got to be five. You're right. And it's how do you eat candy corn? Do you eat it in one bite? Or wait, you- wait, wait. We're going to get to that because that's another survey oh, okay. question. Um, so the five states, interestingly enough, that prefer candy corn over everything else were Wyoming, Tennessee, Texas, Oregon, and South Carolina, right where you're sitting right now, my friend. I believe that. Yeah. I believe it because it's everywhere here. Every house you go into has a little jar of candy corn. Okay, so now you started to say, uh, the question is, do most people eat candy corn color by color, Mm -hmm. or do they pop the whole thing in their mouth? I got to eat it color by color. At least chew the white part off, and then I can eat it. Yeah, that's how I I eat it color by color, and I assume that everybody does, but apparently no. 43% do start nibbling off the tiny white, and then they go for the orange and then the yellow mm-hmm. but 47 percent say no they pop the whole thing in their mouth at once so what kind of savages are those i know that's what i was saying that's crazy <sighs> it's probably the people that, that start in the middle of the bunny rabbit when they eat the chocolate bunny rabbit i, I mean you have to start at the ears you got to start or the butt matters yes. what, if you're a butt per i'm a butt guy so i'm 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 gonna start at the butt but those are probably people that just don't they don't even pay attention and eat it, it from the middle Okay, what was candy corn originally called? Do you want me to give you choices? Do yes. You know? No, I have no okay. idea. Was it originally called chicken feed? <laughs> sweet chicken feed. Sweet corn or triangle candy? Sweet corn. That's a good guess. It was called chicken feed. Was it really? Yes, originally called chicken feed. How the heck did they sell that? Well, they didn't, which is why they changed the candy corn. <laughs> <They had laughs> That's what meeting. happened. They had a meeting and said, we came out with this candy. It's really good. Nobody's buying it. Why? Because <laughs> it's a stupid name. <laughs> All right. So now what happened was uh, the Hershey's company, which was founded in the 18 whatevers, mm-hmm. um, you know, they had uh, the Hershey's chocolate and Hershey's kisses and eventually M&M's. Um, but or was that Mars? Um, so Hershey's had a partner or somebody that they started working with named Mr. Reese's. Mm-hmm. And that guy came up with the Reese's peanut butter cup. Mm-hmm. What year did that guy come up with the Reese's peanut butter cup? Was it 1928, 1948 or 1968? I'm going to say because it's a weird question. I'm going to say 68. Yeah, I feel like Reese's Peanut Butter Cups haven't been around that long, but apparently they've been around since 1928. Really? Yeah, that's what I said. I was like, really? Because I thought Reese's Pieces came out in the 70s. Oh, yeah, the Pieces came out later. Remember, they were right. really big because of E.T. Mm-hmm. But the actual Peanut Butter Cups came out in 1928. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay, what percentage of Americans hand out Halloween candy on Halloween? Is it... 30%, 70%, or 90%? 70. Yes. But what's funny is nearly 95% of Americans buy Halloween candy, but only 70% hand it out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the rest of them just buy the candy and they eat it at home. They don't even bother tr- with the trick-or-treaters. They just buy it and eat it and keep it. That's what we did. We bought a bunch of candy and only had like two or three people come by in the house. So it's like, up candy for us. But at least you put it out. What's interesting is 70% of people do put it out. 95% of people buy it, which means, you know, 20, 25% of those people don't even, they they don't even, don't even pretend that it's going to be trick-or-treaters. They're just like, screw it. I'm eating the the baby Snickers myself. Okay. You know Uh, me and how much I love Halloween. So mm -hmm. do I... 
A, give out candy, or B, do not give out candy? Well, what you and I did, I know you don't give out candy because you hate everybody, but you and I remember (laughs) had a big bowl of candy. Right. Just in case somebody came by because we were like, well, we're famous radio personalities in this town. If someone comes by, we have to have candy. And I think like, Two people came by, then we opened the door and we chased some people down to give them candy. Yeah, we, we even had autograph cards. Just that in case we, you want right, autographs. We gave them autograph cards and candy. We forced it on them. <laughs> no, I, I do not give out candy. I hide and I turn off all the lights and nobody can have a light on in the house because I'm hiding. What's your favorite of all the Halloween candy? It's, it's a toss-up between Reese's and Snickers. Mine's the Twix, the little baby Twix. Really? Oh, my God. I can eat Twix all day long. I remember, like, that was, well, I wasn't allowed to have sugar or candy when I was a kid. So I remember, like, going to school and my mom would give me money for lunch and I would sneak out and I would buy a Twix bar and not tell her. Like, that was my thing. She would have killed me if she would have known I spent my lunch money on Twix bars. <laughs> all right. So how much, how much Halloween candy can kill you is a, is a really interesting question. Um, And there was a study that was done, and we're going to show you the video of what they found. And let me just explain that when they figure out how much candy can kill you, there's a formula they use. A piece of fun-sized Halloween candy packs 9.3 grams of sugar and runs you about 75 calories a pop. So in order to reach the LD50, the average person would need to eat 262 pieces, nearly 20,000 calories worth. So how about in terms of a specific Halloween staple, candy corn? A single piece contains approximately 1.5 grams of sugar, which would put our lethal dose at 1,627. I think I've eaten that much. Pieces. I could probably do it. Yeah. So now you know the the numbers. So the LD50 is the amount of sugar that you need to have in your body that is lethal for you. LD is lethal dose. Mm -hmm. So the lethal dose of sugar. Um. So they divided up between Halloween candy, which was 262 pieces. If you eat 262 pieces of fun-sized Halloween candy in one sitting, you could die. Or 1,627 pieces of candy corn. I do, I do not believe that because the neighborhood <laughs> that I used to live in was okay. Halloween Central. Uh-huh. So you know you had to be home by 530 or you weren't getting in the neighborhood. So okay. it was the neighborhood in dallas north carolina that everybody went to they had we had cops directing traffic in and out (laughs) of the neighborhood so (laughs) my kids would start at one end and i didn't let them have the little plastic no you had a pillowcase damn it you're pillowcasing the neighborhood and when that pillowcase fills up you bring it back home and then you you empty it and go back out bring it to daddy and go back out yeah so at the end of the night, we would put all the candy in the middle of the floor <laughs> and daddy would say, this is yours. This is mine. This is your, and I would take all the Reese's and all the Snickers and all that for me. And I would sit there all night and eat all of them. And I guarantee I've eaten more than 200 pieces of Snickers. How did you not die of a sugar coma? See, that's why I'm calling bullshit on it oh, because I, I, I guarantee I've eaten more than that in one sitting. 262 pieces. Yeah. I don't I don't think you realize how much that is. I don't real I don't think you realize how much that not is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking a hundred mini Snickers equal one king size Snicker. I can't you gotta count next time because I, I can't picture that you're having a hundred pieces of candy. That doesn't sound right to me. I'll count. <laughs> Please count. No, I want you to count. I want you to take a picture of all the empty wrappers because I don't think I believe this number. I think you feel like, because you do that a lot, with, not you, but a person where they eat a lot. Oh my God, I ate so much. And then you look, you're like, you know, you had like maybe five ounces of something. Oh, no, no, no. That, that's, <laughs> that's amateur. I mean, okay. this is the time of year. Game on. <laughs> no, I'm not challenging you. I don't want you to die of a sugar coma. I'm just saying. Take a picture next time. Okay. I, I think it's not as much as you think. You know what's coming up? It's Halloween. Uh-huh. So there's lots of candy. And then the day after Halloween, where candy is 50% off, 
and and Halloween stores are fifty percent off, and then Thanksgiving comes. Oh, game on! So you yeah. got football and you got turkey, which is my two favorite things in the world, and then you have uh, Christmas with ham. I, I have to go to the doctor now to get yeah. my checkup because I do not want to go after eating season. No, 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 because you don't want to yeah. step on that scale. It's amazing how we've built so many holidays and celebrations around food. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, I understand that like food is a delicacy and there's certain foods that represent certain things and they have a lot of meaning and religious connotations in some cultures and whatever. I get that. But the fact that there's so many holidays in a row and so much food, like I, I wish that there was some way of celebrating in some other way, like dances. You know, there should be a Halloween dance or a turkey dance, turkey trot. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, a, just do something. I feel like this year I want to try and do something else other than because it's it was COVID. I just I spent every day around food. You know what I mean? It was like, oh, it's Thursday. Time to have this for dinner. Oh, it's Friday. Pizza night. So I feel like I just celebrated 18 months of food and eating. I want to try to make these next holidays about something else other than food. That's my plan. But I blame it on families because you look at a family like mine that everybody brings, I don't know, three plates. You know, mm-hmm. uh, somebody brings dessert. Somebody, And then it ends up there's so much to eat. Right. And you got to eat everything. You can't not not eat something my sister brought. Right. Because then she's going to feel bad. So you got to eat that. So and then there's the, leftovers. So you got to eat oh. it again the next day. Yeah. Yeah. And leftovers, Thanksgiving leftovers can last weeks. Right. Yeah. So, no, I'm not looking forward to Sunday, which is Thanksgiving. And then Monday, that's when Christmas begins. Right. That's true. The day after Thanksgiving, the night by, by midnight, it's already it's already Christmas. Yeah. And it's already here. We're a week away from Christmas. Yeah. Our problem is I've always I've always cooked for everybody in the neighborhood. So I have my parents come over and then my best friend and his husband would come over. And then um, these two women that live in our neighborhood that are not from here. So they're just like neighborhood ladies. They came over. And then, um, you know, my boyfriend would have family or people that he knew that would come over. So I got used to cooking Thanksgiving dinner here at my house for 10. I don't know how to cook for four just for us and my parents. So I cook for 10 and then we all have leftovers. So my mom, because last Thanksgiving, because of COVID, it was just the four of us and everybody wore masks and we sat on opposite ends of the room. (laughs) And of course, I cooked for 10. So everybody had tons of food for like a week after that. My mom said, no more. We're not doing that anymore. Everyone's my the two women I just told you about have died over the past couple of years. My best friend and his husband have moved to to L.A. Mm-hmm. Um, other friends of ours moved to Nashville. Other friends moved to Phoenix. So everyone's gone. It's just four of us. She's like, that's it. I'm done. She made reservations at an Italian restaurant. We're having pasta. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to clean up. You don't have to cook. You're still going to have to cook dessert, though. Because your parents are going to want that. They'll want dessert, yeah. They I'll want dessert. dessert. But, you know, that's yeah, good yeah. because that you spent two days cooking before. Oh, at least. The Cooper and Anthony Show. Now, this time last week, I was uh, telling you about what was going on in my marriage. And uh, things are much better, much better. Except um, we had a, um, I guess, a setback, you might want to oh, call it, on oh. Friday. A little bit of a well, setback for him more than oh, me kind of thing. Do you, do you ever, do you guys ever do this? I'm sure you two never do because, you know, you've been married so long. But do you guys ever pretend you're in a movie and you go into your house and you're like, quick, quick, they're coming. They're going to get us. And you like have to run to the door and get in real quick. Otherwise, the monsters or aliens. No, we're not eight. Come on. You you must do that. You don't do that? Never. No. Not once. No. Ever. Ever. We do that sometimes if we're taking a walk and there's a park or something. We'll be like, don't go near that tree. There's a sniper in it. Or, you know, we do silly things like that every once in a while. But it's been a while. What are you talking about? We're nutty. You are troubled. (laughs) We're nutty. We're nutty. But we used to do funny things like that and be like, you know, whatever. We're retarded. That's another word for unbelievably immature, I guess. Okay. Well, I guess it's that. It's probably, yeah. (laughs) So you're walking in the park. 
mm-hmm. and, and holding hands, maybe, I guess. We are, yes. And, and, and you go, watch out for that tree. There's somebody behind it. Run. No, we'll be like, no, here's what we'll do. We'll be walking, and there'll be a fork in the road. We'll go, which way should we go? And he'll go, well, can't go that way, because that's where the snipers are up in that tree. I'm like, quick, this way, run. And we pretend like we're in a movie, and we have now, to run away. Otherwise, if, if you have little kids with you, that's completely appropriate and actually would be fun. Yeah. But two grown people acting. Near their 40. <laughs> yeah, the men in the little white coats may, may need to be called here. Don't you think, Anthony? I, I've never heard of this, are ever. You, are you serious? Not no. for anybody old, you know, maybe... But, 12, anybody old, older than 12, You know 12, what? No. I wouldn't even do it with my 10-year-old. <laughs> you wouldn't? No. My 5-year-old, maybe. Right. Really? Yes. We even sometimes, as we're getting to the house, like if one of us gets the door, they'll turn. T- someone will turn to the other one and say, you know, quick, quick, get in the house. They're coming. They're coming. Okay. And we'll just like run in the house like Cover as if me. we don't get in yeah. in time. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Really? You guys don't do stuff like that? that no. Is, I've no. never done the that. The strangest thing i have ever and i know strange yeah even i think that is strange i think if i did that yeah well a if we walked around in a park holding hands that would be weird in itself sure but if i did that i think she would leave me (laughs) yeah look out behind the tree let's go (laughs) she might think it's adorable and playful and and cute and you know no No. there would be divorce papers on the table the next day (laughs) right she'd be calling somebody to get a mental evaluation of you she would change my prescription immediately. Mm-hmm. Well, um, we we do do that. And what happened was on uh, the over the weekend, we were um, in a city where they had subways, and we were on the subway. And let me now, tell you, now when you're on the subway, do you do you call it the choo choo train? <laughs> No. <laughs> Do you wear your little engineer hats onto the subway? You having fun there, Chad? <laughs> Enjoying yourself? I think expense? we can. I think we can. Yeah, as I the subway's going, I think I can. I think I can make it to the next stop without getting killed. You let me know when you're done. <laughs> We can do this hey, for three hours. Sean, all night. let's pretend this is Thomas the Trank subway. <laughs> No, they're gonna they're gonna pretend it's uh, like the French Connection or something. Right? Yeah, we we like it. We like action adventure pretends. Right. Yeah, we like to pretend that sort of thing. Pretend so, so it's he- the year twenty seventy five, and we're going to the moon. <laughs> we'll do stuff like that. Uh, now, okay, so so here we are on the train. Let me paint the picture for you. Here we are on the train, and there's a guy sitting a couple of seats in front of us and to the left. And Sean's just sort of, you know, looking out the window, checking out whatever he's checking out. Playing his PSP. No, no, he wasn't. He was actually engaged in the window and what was going on outside and that kind of thing. Look, honey, there's somebody on the wing. We're not on a plane. (laughs) I think we are. I'm pretending we're on a plane. Are you done? If you look over there, you can see the Grand Canyon. Are you done? <laughs> no, mm-hmm. we're never going to be done. I know, you're never going to be done with this. So, so the guy, now I know that we usually pretend stuff, so sometimes it gets in my head, and I maybe this is how I'm a little wacky and a little out there, but this guy was a little weird, and he got up and like stared at me in a weird way, and then walked and said something. So I wasn't sure whether he was talking to me or not. So I turn around and look at him, and the guy and I made eye contact, and he was really creepy. So I thought, I said, Sean, I just made eye contact with this creepy guy who just moved his seat for no apparent reason. Now he's sitting behind us. What do I do if he pulls out a gun and tries to shoot me? He's got a perfect shot. And Sean's like, stop it. He's fine. You're going to be fine. We're getting off in like two stops anyway. Don't worry. So I start crouching down in my seat. And then I lean my head a little bit towards Sean and like bury it in his shoulder as we're having conversation, hoping he's not noticing that I am now completely hidden in case this guy pulls out a gun. I don't want him to have a clear shot of my head. So I said to Sean, now, what would you do if the guy shot me? He said, I, I guess I'd get brains all over me. <laughs> right. I said, that's what you would do. Perfectly, this- perfectly logical mm-hmm. answer. Yeah. And let me just tell you, let me just tell you, this is a guy who has absolutely, he has stood up for me many times. We actually had a situation a while back that I'll go get into another time. On the street. We had a situation on on, on another, we were actually in New Jersey, where we'll never go again. We were actually in New Jersey and a guy thought I was alone and started picking a fight with me and then Sean walked over and Sean ended up really 
grabbing this guy and getting in his face. So this you is thought you were alone because you walk so fast. You're 50 <laughs> feet in front of true. him. <laughs> that is exactly what happened. That is. How did you know, Chad Bauer? That's I have exactly... walked. I have walked with you. Is it bad? Oh my goodness. <laughs> That is exactly what happened. So, so when the guy realized that I wasn't alone and Sean was there, Sean took this guy out. Okay, okay? Back, back to Thomas the Tank. Okay, so anyway, uh, so but that was a legitimate threat. Was that there, was a legitimate threat. Was there anybody else in this space car to the future with you? Um, yeah, the, the car was had people on it. Sure. Uh, so lots of people. Lots of people, but okay. this guy made eye contact with me, and I said, "I think he's after me now. I think he's going to shoot me. What are you going to do?" And Sean's like. He wasn't in the mood to play, you know, and he was like, nothing, nothing. You'll be fine. He's not going to shoot you. And I start crouching down and lean my head on his lap. He's like, oh, great. Now you're protected. Now you think you're protected. He's going to, you know. So the train stops. And normally what Sean does, here's, here's what a gentleman he is. Usually he gets up and puts out his hand and helps his little wife up. And then, you know, we, we walk to the doors together. Usually he does that. Well, because now I put it in his head that this guy has a gun, Sean, the, the train stops, the doors open, Sean gets up and darts for the door and leaves me there behind him. <laughs> he, thought his, he thought his prayers were finally being answered. <laughs> <laughs> and I think, exactly, I think he thought she's probably fine, but on the off chance that she's not fine and the guy is going to shoot her, here's my big opportunity to get rid of her, and it's not going to be my doing. <laughs> it's like, it, it, you know, he fantasizes about maybe calling a hit out on me. This is the best way because this is, he's not involved and he's gotten rid of me. Raise he's- your hands if we blame Sean Lee. Oh, <laughs> look, nobody's hand is up. <laughs> so. And and he leaves the train and I get up and leave. I'm I, you know the door's practically shut on me. He he was darting out of there and I, I nearly didn't make it out of the train. And I get out and I said, what was that about? He goes, what do you mean? I said, you know you left me back there. If the guy really was going to shoot me, he would have had a clear shot. Now now when did this stop being playful game and when did it start like the the real world? When did it start being real? Well, as we're walking up the stairs out of the train station, um, he was thought I was joking still. He's like, he's still making jokes. He's like, well, good thing he didn't have an Uzi. Could have gotten both of us or that kind of thing. And I was like, no, Sean, really, it was it was a, a bum move of you. If, if the guy was really going to do something to me, you left me there hanging in the wind. You were off the train. What if the guy, like, grabbed my arm, put me back on the train? You couldn't have done anything about it. And he was like, are you really mad? I'm like, I am, because I would take a bullet for you, and oh. you clearly won't take a bullet for oh, me. Oh, this poor man. Wow. <laughs> now we know what his life is. We're getting just, it's like peeling so, you, every layer you pull away. <laughs> it just gets getting scarier because it and began scarier. with you just playing around. Yes. Like there's somebody behind the tree in the park. Right, and that's You were usually, playing around. Yes. Yes, okay. and that's usually our situation. Usually we're playing around, but I have to so tell you. So he was still playing by jumping off the train. Well, he was playing, but I have to tell you that I, I was a, I was a tiny bit concerned because the guy was a little creepy, and the way that he looked at me and then said something to me that I didn't hear, when I turned around, he made an eye contact with me like, don't screw with me, honey. And I, and I looked back quickly, and, you know, I've heard, I, I don't, you know, I, I'm a city girl, but I, I don't know every single city, and this was a city we're not really that familiar with. So I don't know what goes on in this particular city. Maybe maybe the people there are violent. I don't know what the guy's going to do to me. It's broad daylight, and there's a car full of people. Nothing right. is going to happen. And Spider-Man could be anywhere at Stuff any time. Stuff can happen at any mm-hmm. given time. You don't know. You don't know. Yes. And th- so I was half kidding and half a little creeped out by the guy. And Sean was joking the whole time. You know, he's making jokes. He's making jokes about, you know, what he'll do when the guy he's shoots me. He's trying to deflect and- is what he's trying to do. And then you're and then you're actually seriously mad at the poor guy. Yes. Wow. He got up and ran out. Oh. Left me there. Because he was playing. He was still playing the, the stupid eight-year-old game that you guys are playing. Well, we had salads, and I didn't talk to him over salad. You didn't talk to him. So at you all. went you went on a train to go have salad, and you wonder why he darted off. <laughs> he was hoping you wouldn't come out so he could go find some meat. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, he had a chef cell. There's meat in it. Oh, thank that God. That makes it feel better. Yes, it does. And he had it with extra meat. He'd tell him no tomatoes. Oh, attaboy. No tomatoes, <laughs> no carrots, extra meat. And yeah. that's what he did. So basically, he had meat on Re- a bed of lettuce. Replace those with meat products, please. <laughs> right. right. And that's basically what he had. And instead of ranch, I'll have uh, gravy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is there any cheese on there yet? No, take the cheese off and put more meat on. <laughs> So he had his meat salad. Right. So and, you're sitting uh, there in silence eating your salads because you're mad at him for some imaginary game that he didn't wouldn't take I, a bullet for you. Right. I'm mad at him because he a did not protect me when I thought when, when the guy had a clear shot of me sitting in that in the seat. I wanted him to like I don't know put his arm around me or do something to you know in case I was shot to protect me. <laughs> but of course you didn't you didn't verbalize any of this. You just assumed that he would know this because that's one of his superpowers is reading your mind. Well, no, but. I said, I, I, I kept bringing it up, and he kept making jokes. So I think he thought we were playing our game, like, you know, there's a sniper on the train. Okay, Batman, you know, that kind of thing. But I really, right. I was only half joking. And I, and I would have let it go had he not darted off the train like he did. <laughs> it's like he couldn't wait to get away from me. Can you blame him? Imagine that. <laughs> <laughs> but how did he know it stopped being plain and started being real? How did he know that? Because I said, I can't believe you won't take a bullet from me. He's like, he's like, sweetie, I just, I got up and I walked off the train. I said, no, you usually help me off the train. You put your hand out. That was a bum move. You're a bum. And I was really mad. Are you still mad or do you understand that, that you're insane? You're insane. <laughs> well, no, I, I let it go eventually. Like two hours ago? No. <laughs> well, I had let it go. So we enjoyed the rest of the weekend. And then earlier when the, when, Chad and Anthony and I were on the phone talking. Um, I mentioned something about it a little bit, and, and Sean Lee got mad all over again because I think he thought we had dropped it and didn't realize that I was still mad. <laughs> he won't take a bullet for me. I would take a bullet for him. No, you would not. I would. No, you would not. I would you protect that boy. You say it all boy. day long, but you wouldn't. I'm telling you, I would no. protect that boy from, from er- anything. I would I would stand in front. Of, I would definitely take a bullet. It only him. happens in the movies. In real life, he's running off the train. And Clearly, so are you. No, it, right. It only happens in the movies. In real life, which it could have been, there he was. He went. Bye bye. He Matt, was a foot away from you through in, through a little glass door. Right. We ran, but the idea that usually he helps me up. Mm-hmm. He didn't help me up. He was quick to save himself. You see, mm-hmm. and leave his wife behind. This okay. is the kind of. If I was him, I would have just thrown to. myself on the third rail. <laughs> Could be where he is right now. <laughs> Matt, how do I handle this? What do I do? Hey, you guys need a safe word. <laughs> Psycho. Like, like an S and M safe word kind of thing. Exactly, like you know, banana or some some word you would never generally use, but isn't offensive either. And, and that would signify that I'm truly freaking out, as opposed That's- to we're joking. It basically says, uh, I'm not playing, yeah. Oh. oh, that's good. Now, yeah. Matt, do you think her and Sean Lee are, are crazy to behave like this, or do you think it's cute? Um, no, I mean, it's cute, but it's not It's not cute if you don't have boundaries. If you haven't established that, I mean, it sounds silly to say, oh, if you're going to be cute, you got to have boundaries, but it, it, it's not silly to, to say that because you guys are obviously – Debating this. <laughs> <laughs> debating. You're, that's that's so P- PC of you. <laughs> Fighting. Sean Lee nearly had a meat salad on his lap. <laughs> that's how mad I was. And make that your safe word, meat salad. <gasps> <gasps> that's perfect. Oh, Matt, you're brilliant. Okay, that's what I'll do from now on. So when Sean Lee and I are playing our crazy game where, where we're running from aliens, um, if I truly am freaked out and do believe there is indeed an alien or a sniper or a sniper alien, um, I guess I could say meat, meat salad. salad. Right. Yeah. Good night, everybody. Thank you, Matt. That's great advice. We can serve meat salad at Bob's House of Meat. <laughs> yes, we can, and we should. <laughs> Let's call it Sean's Meat Salad in honor <gasps> brilliant. of Brilliant. <laughs> Isaac the Teenager, how are you? Pretty good. Glad to be back. Welcome back. Isaac the Teenager was on vacation, and that's why we haven't spoken to him in a while, but thank you very much for uh, coming back and calling us. (laughs) So what do you Uh, think here? 
the guy that was behind you, could he hear you while you were, you were talking to Sean saying, he's about to shoot me, he's going to kill me? He was far enough away that if he had, he had to be a good shot because he was now on the other end of the car, but sitting facing the back of my head as opposed to before when he was sitting just to our left. So, so he would have had to shoot all the way across the car through like 50 people to hit you? No, no, he had a clear shot. There was nobody behind me or on the seat. There were like three or four seats between the guy and us. He would still have to aim. Cooper, have you realized that you're insane? (laughs) (laughs) Isaac, you don't know. The guy could have had a gun. How do I know? (laughs) See? He's speechless. (laughs) These things happen, Isaac. And you're the one with 17 years of psychological training, and you don't realize that you're insane. (laughs) I'm uh, practical. Okay, there's one for Cooper is is psycho. (laughs) Hi, Terry. (laughs) Hey, how you doing? Um, hi, Terry. Hey, how you doing? I, I think I'm okay. What do you think? I'm a little scared of you right now. <laughs> <laughs> how so? Uh, that entire situation, I, I I didn't know what to say. I felt so sorry for Sean Lee. It was, <laughs> it was like, okay, yeah, we're normally playing the game, but you have to read my mind and know that we're not playing anymore. And you have to pick up on all my nonverbal cues to know exactly what I'm thinking. And I was like, oh, God. (laughs) But here's my logic, Terry. My logic is usually we pretend there's somebody up in a tree and we have to run. This was an actual person. This was a person that I was literally afraid of. And even though I was sort of like still kind of joking about it, I was sort of serious. It wasn't like, you know, oh, my God, this train is going to run off the tracks. Quick, get off the train. It was, you know, there was actually a guy. So in the two to three sentences you said to him, he was supposed to figure out that you're sort of serious, but sort of still playing, and he's sort of supposed to act like right now. Hey, he's known me five years. He's had five <laughs> years of this. Wow. <laughs> yes, the answer is yes. I can't wait to get married. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Terry. <laughs> All right, when did you think your spouse was crazy? Now, Drew... Hey, Cooper, how you doing? Um, I think I'm okay. What do you think? Well, you know, I, I was going to say, I, I've called you several times before, and, and in particular, I called in the night that you were talking about the cups and the egg cups and how you couldn't have tea and, and <laughs> oh, coffee. Yeah. And, and yeah, I have certain yeah. cups that I, that I like things in that I can't, I can't drink. I have egg mugs, and I have coffee mugs, and I have tea mugs, and most women and called in. Glasses, and, yeah. Water glasses. Water glasses. Women called in, and they agreed, so there you go. Yeah, well, and, and I, I said then that I thought, you know, you should be someone's, uh, you know, doctorate paper. And so, <laughs> and so you, should, you should be a case study. And, and, and I have to, I think you're reinforcing this. You're, you're reinforcing what I originally said. I love listening to you, but, uh, but sometimes I wonder if you're, <laughs> if you're all there. Yeah, elevator doesn't quite go to the top floor, does it? Uh, no, maybe only about halfway. <laughs> but, uh, which, but, which, which might be why you're so entertaining to listen to. Okay, so so it's so it's crazy in a, in a cute, charming, adorable way, not in a whoa, call the call, get the net. N- no, it, not not in a way where I'm worried if you're behind me, but in a way that <laughs> I'm just uh, just uh, laughing at everything and not sure what what to expect next. And, and you're laughing <laughs> we. and pray and just thanking the Lord you're not Sean Lee, right? Um, well, yeah, that too. I'm trying to be nice. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, now you know why these guys keep saying that my husband is a saint, because he's got to, see, I just let you in on some of the things that happen. This is, this is day in, day out with me. Well, well, the scary thing is he might even be crazier for, for, for putting up with all of it. See? we we don't we don't hear all all of his story, so he might be worse. I'm not sure. <laughs> I think that maybe I'll have to have him on one night to defend himself. No. Or to I like tell it you like this. to tell you stories, but maybe you'll. No, but he's very sane. He's very very. Um, Ryan, what do you think about all this? Cooper, yeah, you're crazy, but I do the same thing. So oh, you, you do? know, you're not too crazy. At least you know I I, I play these games too. But Sean Lee definitely should not have done that to you. Yeah, and, and here's the thing. It's not like he normally just gets up from a train and walks out. That was an unusual situation. Usually he offers his hand and helps me up. He's a gentleman like that. And the fact that he ran out, I, I don't know whether he thought he was being funny or whether he seriously thought the guy had a gun. And if so, he didn't want to get shot. 
Yeah, no, no, he, it should have been no different. He should have, he, in fact, he should have let you off the train first to cover your back. That's you know? what I said! Yeah, it, no, he should not have done that. I know if I would have done that, my fiancé would have been really mad at me. So, <laughs> so you, you, you are right to be mad at him, definitely. And plus, if it makes you feel any better, have him start carrying a gun, too. Then when you play the sniper game, you know you're protected. Oh, but he'll carry a water gun. He's not that, you yeah. know. He's not Bernard Getz. No. Yeah, he's not Bernie Getz. Oh, yeah. now, <laughs> no, two now people Ryan, got that reference. Ryan, what kind, of, what kind of games did you, well, I grew up in New York. What kind of games did you guys, do you guys play? Well, my fiance doesn't know that I do this. Though. It's, it's, <laughs> it's more in my own head. I, I always picture worst case scenario. You know, mm-hmm. I think a comedian talked about it once. I was like, That's, that is so me. You, you, you walk over to a neighbor's house wanting to borrow a cup of sugar, and fine, I didn't want to borrow your lawnmower anyway. And they just don't know what's going on because you've gone into the worst case scenario. You, you picture them dead on the floor. And <laughs> you're like, you end up killing somebody because they won't let you borrow a cup of sugar or something. Right, right. Worst case scenario always plays out in my mind. Hey, hey Cooper, whenever you get a divorce, if, if you ever do that, yeah. Ryan would be a perfect I guy should, I know, for Ryan you. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> I know. Because we'll be there together. We'll be like, okay, let's go next door to the neighbors <laughs> and, and borrow sugar from them. But if they're laying dead on the floor, let's run. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Ryan, quick. I'll go around the side. You go around the back. And instead of ringing the front door, let's first make sure they're alive before we even ring the bell. And when we ring the bell, we'll say, pizza! <laughs> Candy Graham. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's fun to play Law & Order. You know, you stand Candy on Graham. the side. <laughs> Candy Graham. <laughs> Thank you, Ryan. Thank you. So Ryan supports me. My friend Ebony, Ebony, you have to support me in this, right? So far, you are so not crazy. As a matter of fact, Sean Lee should be glad you did not have a heart attack because we know that you have a weak heart. Exactly. Right? We know that you are not well. You have all these ailments. <laughs> That's right. Ailments. You know? <laughs> so, you know, you have every right to be upset. You know, if my husband had done that, dude, I, I know. would have left him on the next. Subway. I've just gotten <laughs> off at the next stop, even if I didn't know where I was going. <laughs> How's that feel, buddy? Right. So you stand there and be somebody's target. Yeah, so, usually I'm afraid of an aneurysm or something. I could have had a gunshot. You could have had a gunshot. You could have had a heart attack, an asthma attack, stroke. Yes. <laughs> I could. This could have led to a stroke. It really could have. I mean, study show. Stress. <laughs> See, stress. It was a stressful situation, and I, you know, I don't think you can recover from gunshot to the head so easily. No, I'm thinking you're pretty much gone. Yeah, you're screwed if that happens. Yeah. You know, and he just got up and left, didn't care, wouldn't take a bullet from me, didn't really, you know. Hmm. Yeah, we're going to have to work on him. Yeah, we are, because yeah. I'll tell you, Ebony, I would definitely take a bullet for that for that boy. No chance. I mean, there's no, exactly. there's absolutely no question that I would. He takes bullets exactly. for you every minute of every day. <laughs> <laughs> but this was a literal one. That's the difference. Exactly. No, it exactly. was not. It was a guy that looked at you. <laughs> but the guy looked at me sideways. You don't know what that means. It Ma- meant he was gunning for you. See? Ebony well, knows what I'm talking about. He probably freaked out at the last minute and said, well, hey, if you know, if she's not good enough for her husband to stay behind, what the hell am I shooting her for? Exactly. That's, I'm sure at the last minute he decided not to shoot me. He was gonna. He saved my bullet. He was, I don't even know who he ended up shooting. Both are insane. Thank you, Ebony. <laughs> Love her. <laughs> Love her. She's my best friend. <laughs> She's the only one who understands me. Right. The only one that came to your defense. That's right. Uh, Mrs. Ken, how are you? Hey there. I am fine, and I absolutely agree with you. <gasps> tell I me. you 100%. Thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate that. Now, tell me why. Because I feel the same way, but I know not to even hint of danger without being sure of it, because he would come out guns a-blaring. <laughs> so you can't play a game like that with Ken? No, no games, no games. No, but, because Ken just yeah, Ken just wants an excuse to use a gun. <laughs> There's a mouse. Yeah, he, I mean, any, any excuse to use a gun, Ken's interested. Any, yeah, any, any excuse. It, it, it could be anything. But um, I, w- I wouldn't suggest anything without it being serious. Right. <laughs> <laughs> See, so that's why, because I, I truly was concerned. When I started crouching down the seat and putting my head on his lap, he should have realized that I was really, truly either crazy or absolutely concerned that maybe I, you know, maybe the Darn guy had a clear it. shot. That's right. That's right. What does she know? She married Ken. <laughs> <laughs> 
Thank you so much, Mrs. Ken. Thank you for supporting me. Good point. <laughs> Ken calls in three. I know, Ken, right. What do you mean by that? <laughs> I know where you live. I heard the word gun. And I didn't hear any U2, so I think I can call Sorry. in. I think it's safe. Sorry, Ken, only one member of your family is allowed to call in per show. <laughs> We should put like a little message board next to their phone. I'm right. sorry, I already called in tonight. <laughs> oh, darn it, I'll call tomorrow. Now, Ray, one of the things I'm the most upset about is the fact that my husband would uh, clearly wouldn't take a bullet for me. I would. Thank you. I sure would. Thank you. I'm sorry you weren't there with me on the train on oh, Saturday. I, would. I wish you would have been too, because what would you have I done? Would. If I said there's a creepy guy, what would you have done? I'd have got him. Mm. See? Mm-hmm. Ray would have gotten him. Not not Sean Lee. Right. I should have married Ray. Yeah, you should. <laughs> Chad, would you take a bullet for Cooper? Um... No. Why would he? <laughs> of course he wouldn't. Would it, would it be yeah, depend, or just a flesh wound? Yeah, just a flesh wound. I wouldn't get a paper cut for Cooper. <laughs> I wouldn't get a splinter that you could barely see in your finger. For I, would, would a- I would take a bullet for a flesh wound for Cooper if she would stop giving away my paycheck. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not going to happen. You wouldn't get a paper cut for me? No. If it would save my life, you wouldn't get a paper cut? No. I hate paper cuts. They really hurt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a splinter? You wouldn't get a splinter for me? No. You Those w- are okay. really bad. You wouldn't throw your body on something that's about to kill me if, if there's wood there and you could get a splinter. I'm not throwing my body on anything that would save you. What are you out of your mind? <laughs> I would throw you at it. Okay, what, would you throw your body on Pamela Anderson if it would save me, but she's holding a splinter and you'd have to you'd have to land on it? No. Nope. You get a once you again. Get... I would throw you at Pamela Anderson with the <laughs> splinter so you could get it, not me. Splinter could puncture something on Pamela right. Anderson. <laughs> That's true. So you'd be saving two women right. if you took a splinter from no. me and Pam Anderson. No reason for that. You'd be saying you'd be saving two women and four boobs. <laughs> What, what's bad it. about that? Three and a half. Three and a half. That's very true. <laughs> <laughs> I would take a splinter and a paper cut for both of you. Really? I'd like you to know that. I would. I might even take a shard of glass. Isn't it nice to know that we wouldn't? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's very nice to know. I feel very safe here with you two. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, your own husband wouldn't. I know. This is why I should really, I don't know what's going to happen now. I might hold an elevator for her for a few <laughs> seconds. That'd be, that'd be about it. <laughs> go, we got to go. No, 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 Cooper will be here in a second. Things that we would do for Cooper. <laughs> yeah. Maybe hold an elevator. For 30 seconds. Open an email. I would do that. You yeah. would open an email for me? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I so might hold I... the door open for her. Okay. <laughs> If you're right behind me and I don't have to wait. Yeah, I've noticed that I have not been right behind you and you have not held a door for me. Yeah, you got to be right behind me because then I have to stand there and it's really hot outside (laughs) and I have to stand there and hold the door and I don't like that. Plus, you'll never say thank you, so why should I do it anyway? So that's the only two things I would do. I would, I would, I would open an email and hold the door open if you're right behind me. Because right, okay. when we're out in public, she's always got her Olsen twin sunglasses and she's on the cell phone talking to CNN or something. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. That describes and I, me. And I feel like a bodyguard. Right. You know, like I'm a bodyguard that has to open her door. Would you open a jar for me if I couldn't open a jar? If you ask nicely. Yeah, because that proves our manliness. So we definitely. Do yeah. That. Oh, I see. I Anything see. that proves our manliness, other than. Paper cut and splinter. See, I think paper cut, splinter, taking a bullet, that's manly. Mm, Not taking a bullet, no. Haven't you seen it in the movies? No, that hurts. (laughs) You Opening a jar doesn't hurt. Because when I see it on the movies, and Mm -hmm. and, and even when people get shot in the Mm -hmm. news, you just look at it, that's got to hurt. Right. And I don't like to be hurt. Right. (laughs) We don't like pain. Exactly. So I I should be hurt instead? It's it's your bullet. The bullet's meant for you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but here's the thing. But I'm so much shorter than the two of you that if they're aiming for my head, they're only going to get you guys in the gut. You got plenty of room there. Well, that's plenty the... of extra blubber there. You just it'll probably pass right see, through you. See, and for and that see, reason alone, yeah. we want you to get hit by the bullet. It'll bounce right. off your big bellies. And now see? you now you wonder why we won't take a bullet. And for now you. we're going to shoot a bullet your way. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony's going to his car now. <laughs> Surprised you're in a Fallout Boy plane. Be <laughs> number one with a bullet. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> 
Okay, fine. Not even a paper cut. I'm going to make both of you hold a door for me. We have a thing We have a thing coming up on Friday. Right. A, a lunch. And I'm going to make you hold the door. All right. You better be right behind and us. I might, That's all and, I have and, to say. And I'm just warning you right now, Chad. You better I not may, be on the cell phone either. I may, Chad, I may ask you to open a bottle of ketchup for me. I'm just warning you right that now. That will not happen. I'm just warning you right now. I may do that. All right. We'll be right back. It's the Cooper Lawrence Show.